All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Great Iron Zero's podcast. So, what are you guys doing tonight? Just hit like for whatever. Just hit like eight different. What are they called? Octaves, octanes. Dear meth bitch. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you were a lot over the place. I was all over the place yeah. with that intro. Uh, we're back. It's post week one. Follow the money. We'll go over uh, last week's bets and give you some. Uh, we'll give you some better ones this week. Promise you that. Um, but we're also going to go ahead and uh, crown our nuts on the table teams of the week in the first segment, followed by a little uh, buy, sell, trade or buy, sell, hold uh, with uh, me giving Al some stock options with players in the NFL and teams in the NFL. None of them are very appealing. No, none of them are very appealing. It's actually like one. Yeah. Uh, and then we cap it off with uh, yet another depressing Lions talk um mixed mixed bag i would say mixed bag straight depressing there's some positive things in there it it ends a little sour but it ends a little sour 100 i mean why am i still talking let's get into it Why don't we uh, talk about what teams put their nuts on the table this week? Uh, Al, you uh, came up with this fantastic segment. Why don't you go first? What what team uh, what team had their nuts on the table for you? Yeah, so if you're a listener of this show, you know uh, nuts on the table is a phrase that we throw around quite a bit. Quite a bit. Uh, so I thought, let's talk about a team that threw their nuts on the table this week with their performance. I think the most gutsy performance this entire week the New York Giants taking down the Tennessee oh, Titans. Oh, I like it. I like it. I they like it. They claw their way back out of a hole uh, and make the game a tie game 2020 in the fourth quarter. Or sorry, 1920 in the fourth quarter. They decide, F it. We're going for the Love win. Love that from the coach. Two-point conversion. Uh, Brian Dayball's first NFL head coaching game. Saquon Barkley had an excellent game. Yep. And they get the W. It was, uh, it was fun to see that. And, you know... Uh, there's a lot of takes that we are wrong about. Um, and I'm obviously it's week one, but I'm just going to go ahead and put my nuts on the table and say that you were dead right about the uh, Titans, uh, that we're headed for a massive regression. Yeah. I think in our record predictions, uh, had had them winning five? five wins or something like that, five or six wins. You know, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna completely overreact to the season is doomed, but I will say going out of week one pretty shocking that they lost the new york giants at home pretty fucking shocking they had their shot they just took it and uh that's why it's a nuts on the table moment for me i mean like i love it i don't think the giants had any right winning that game besides saquon mm-hmm. playing great and them just being a little gutsy when they needed to be so my uh nuts on the table moment team of the week uh has got to be the hey remember us kansas city chiefs <laughs> that's a good one that's yeah a good one. like my god if you want to know what we're about, we're about cutting it loose. That Cardinals defense looked like absolute dog shit, but Patrick Mahomes needs to remind us that he is a god walking amongst men. <laughs> what about the uh, what about the the sound bites that are already coming from Cliff Kingsbury? Oh my god! I mean, literally the the dysfunction of the Cardinals is already starting in Week One. We've kind of dude, been... it's a tidal wave of dysfunction in that organization. That was a shockingly uh, 
Chiefs dominant performance. I think everyone was kind of expecting a little bit closer of a affair, but uh, definitely not the case. I think uh, people were probably expecting a little bit more of uh, high. I mean, obviously it was a super high scoring game, but the Cardinals offense itself did not look anything remotely to where it should be, uh, especially with Kyler Murray. Uh, he didn't put up insane stats, but he didn't put up bad stats either. But from what I heard, he was struggling all damn day. And the defense, I mean, he was finding guys that could not have been more wide open on the field. It was it was absolutely absurd. So five touchdowns is all you need to know. Five touchdowns, yeah. 360 yards, 30 for 39 from Patrick Mahomes. No picks. I mean, we we talk about the Bills. We talk about you know, oh, the Colts might make a run this uh this season. <laughs> well, the okay, AFC. I don't know, I don't know yeah, after no. this week. <laughs> <laughs> we'll um, we talk about you know the whole AFC West is a in general you know, but people forget this. Chiefs team, the AFC still runs through them. Yeah, they they're the king to be dethroned. So, exactly, for sure, and they proved that week one. Exactly. I will save my last nuts on the table team. Um, just like you kind of briefly skim past them, but I will say the Bills. Uh, because I think yeah. that 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 matchup against LA, I think a lot of people probably we took LA on this show, yeah. and I think the consensus was Buffalo probably win, but. Not to the, the the degree of blowout that it became by the end of the game. Yeah, and the Rams looked like hapless for a lot of that second half of the game. So their defense uh, is exactly like what Hollywood is. It's all you know, flashy, flashy <laughs> with like no backbone. Well, that speaking of defense, I mean that's what when I was watching the Bills play. To me, that's that's what's setting them apart right now compared to last year and the last couple of years. I don't know if it's just adding Von Miller or what other pieces they've added, but like, oh my god, this, this defense was line. on fire in that game. Holy smokes, that they, defensive line looked insane. If that defense can be elite, and then pairing that with Josh Allen, who is clearly is not afraid of the big stage at this point, no, I mean, I after watching that, I'm definitely on the Buffalo Bills Super Bowl train for sure. I think it's a legit Week One test that really was a big nuts on the table moment. Uh, the Rams running game was atrocious too. Yeah, classic. Awful. We kind of talked about Stafford. last week saying, yeah, Cam Akers train. It might be uh, might be coming to a halt pretty quick here. Seems like it's not. Fancy owners everywhere. Oh, I know. Very upset. Allen Robinson owners week one are already pretty pissed yep. off. Rams will be fine. I mean, you know, they were up They'll and down last year. Together. They got a tune-up game against the Falcons this week. Although, I don't know. Falcons are actually, I feel like they're probably not as bad as everybody pegged them to be. They look like the same old Falcons to me, but losing losing that game to New Orleans, they let yeah. it slip away again. They had a huge lead again. And yeah, what were they away. up? 26 to 10 in the Something fourth? Like that, yeah. Like 12 minutes left? I mean, Saints I end up coming back and winning it. Oh, brother. Nuts um, on the table week one. Nuts on the table week one. Uh, we're going to switch it over. Uh, we're going to do a little stock options here. Uh Al, you own stock in everything that I'm about to list out here, and you're going to tell me whether or not you want to buy more, sell it, or you're just going to hold on to it. Are you picking up what Saquon Barkley's putting down? Dear math bitch. Uh, yeah, because I'm I'm buying because okay, so they're. I still don't think they're going to be very good this year. I think they got a nice yeah. gutsy win week one, but they're not expected to do much this year. 
the offense is going to move through him oh, a lot, yeah. especially oh, based yeah. on what we saw yesterday. Yeah. Um, so I would definitely say with, he's on a contract year two, I believe. So he this is. is a big year for him. Yeah. And yeah, I would say if I'm the Giants, I'm just going to. I'm just gonna ride Saquon Barkley as long as I can and see how far they get. The ground. If they, yeah, I mean, if they make a splash and you know do something this year, maybe they think about bringing him back. But if I'm them, I'm just getting every mile I can this year and see what happens next. Also, just want to note uh, Saquon 164 uh, yards on the ground, 30 with six receptions through the air and one rushing touchdown. Uh, had to have been his best game in two years. It's probably the most love the Giants have ever received on this podcast. Oh, my God. Right now. 1,000%. Okay. Uh, next one. Are you buying, selling, or just holding on Trey Lance after a 13 of 28, 164-yard, no-touchdown, one-pick performance? I'm holding. I don't know about you, but I'm holding. Wacky, squirrely weather game. Uh, it was road a game. monsoon in Chicago yesterday. Let's, well, let's be real here. He'll have better weather uh, this upcoming week against uh, the Seattle Seahawks, who we have not seen perform yet, but I'm sure that game will be interesting. Let me ask you this. Do you think that keeping Jimmy G around? Oh, that point, is looming on that guy's Yeah, mind. I think. Like, I, do you I think that that, that rattled him even further, though? Could be. Like, I don't know, because I feel like I feel like maybe if it was week one and they said, Jimmy G's gone. This is, this is entirely on you, man. This is your show. But now there's he's in the he's in the background, and if the if the, there's a couple losses, Trey Lance is going out. He's uh, going in. They didn't embrace him. They did not give him the keys, and that weighs on people. That weighs on a quarterback, one hundred percent. Number three overall gonna, pick, third team. overall, you know, draft pick. You you let him sit out an entire year. Uh, well, not sit out, but he came in for a couple games. But for the most part, sat out the entire year. You say that you're going to move on and you're going to move on to him, but then you don't deal your backup quarterback, who used to be your starter. Uh, that that's telling that you do not have complete faith in this guy, and that weighs on him. It has to. Just another factor combined with the fact that he's maybe not enough already yet. Still, I don't. Th- yeah. I don't think he's not like he's going to be a complete bust or anything like that right now. I just think that he, the dude still isn't ready to be an elite quarterback because that's what he's expected to be right now already. You know, yeah. really year one of him starting on an elite team, a Super Bowl team, you can't settle for anything less than highly above average, you know? Oh, yeah. And he's not even close to that right now. So, no. But, again, so to your hold, point, hold. it was a very squirrely uh, weather game. Uh, how about Chicago? Good for them, yeah. stupid fuckers. Um, one and on the year. Al, are you buying, selling, and holding for the Indianapolis Colts after a week one tie to the Houston Texans? I feel like it's overreactionary to sell anything week one. Well, that's what we're getting paid to do, buddy. I'm going to hold on them, too. I'm going to hold. It's it's really not good, though. I'm going to sell. I'm going to sell these guys down the river. Yeah, already. I hate to say that I told you so, but Matt Ryan was not the answer. He looked like Carson Wentz. Exactly. It was a lateral movement. Um, Michael Pittman Jr., though, had a good game. JT had a good game. Defense gave up 20 points. but um, Shaq Leonard out. 
I believe Ooh, really for, for for that game. I oh, just for that game. He might be coming back soon. But okay. He was out. But uh, yeah, I mean, twenty points to the Houston Texans. I don't know. I don't know, man. That's a little suspect. They get Jacksonville on the road this upcoming week. Gotta have a bounce back game. Texans got to be the weirdest team in the NFL. They are very squirrely, one hundred percent. Um. Well, I'm just going to ask you if you're buying or holding uh, because they're not selling this. Uh, how about those Vikings? 23-7 to win over the Green Bay Packers. Oh, I'm definitely buying. I'm definitely you're gonna, buying. You're gonna, yeah, 100%. Is this like uh, I'm going to dump my entire bank account into this stock? It's I'm going to spend a little bit on this stock for yeah. sure. Yeah. I mean, because we talked about it when we were doing Follow the Money last week, which we will follow up on, uh, <laughs> that – I was saying, if the Vikings win this game, this is a like, this is a huge statement win. It was one thousand percent. Not only do they get the win, they got the win convincingly, and they, they did everything we, we were hoping they would do. So, I'm definitely buying. And you know what? I didn't write them down, but on the other side of this, the GMs for the Packers have finally hit their their wall. They have finally stripped this team down to a point where it is not operating anymore. How hard is it to trade for a wide receiver? Could not tell you. Um, the Eagles on draft night traded one first for A.J. Brown. And A.J. AJ Brown looked sensational yesterday. Yeah, so one first rounder. Not not blowing up the entire franchise. Not no. I mean they had to pay him the contract, okay, but that's kind of just what you got to do. He's not making Devontae Adams money. I mean, they no. could have paid him. No. How hard is it? I don't know. Couldn't tell you. Uh definitely a bit uh concerning for Packers fans. I mean, Aaron Rodgers was getting torn apart all day yesterday by former Packers Darius Smith who looks like he can still play. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Another head scratcher. You know what's funny is you you said it's like I think that they've hit a they've hit a wall or they hit a ceiling. I actually thought to myself I think yesterday they did before when I saw some clip of Aaron Rodgers on social media I was like I've kind of hit my Aaron Rodgers wall too. He's Maybe made a lot like, sick of him. Yeah, he's made he's made a bunch of like podcast appearances. We you know recently he's been talking about being on psychedelics and shit like that and just like just I've I've had enough. I've I think enough. Uh, I think I like a I'm lot not even people are hitting that. I'm not even like. I don't like. I don't get worked up about him anymore. Like, I, you know, a year or two ago, I'd be a lot more you you like riled up about hated how hated him. And now I just kind of I'm like, I don't need you anymore. Just get out of my life. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's like the stages of I grief think, or something. So. I think I think a lot of people are at that yeah. same point. Yeah. But when he plays the Lions, though, you'll see me rev back up. Yeah. It's just yeah. It's just for those two weeks. Completely so. fair. Yeah. Um. All right. Last one, and. uh We'll get to see this guy live in an action uh, this upcoming week. Uh, Carson Wentz getting a win over his former head coach, Doug Peterson. 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 Commanders take down the Jacksonville Jaguars. What was it? 28 to 22? 28. No, sorry. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Uh, Carson Wentz goes 27 for 41, 313 yards, four touchdowns, two interceptions. So am I buying, selling, or holding on Carson Wentz? Yeah. Uh, I'm uh, I'm not positive enough to buy, but I'm not negative enough to sell. So I <laughs> guess it's going to be a hold. Because, it's going to be another hold. 
Well, because he like he just he played like Carson Wentz to me. Good Carson Wentz though. Yeah. Four touchdowns and a win is is his t- his toss to Terry was very good. I took the Commanders to win this division. Uh, after seeing Philly yesterday, I'm starting to rethink that a little bit. But well, we'll get to Philly in a second. <laughs> but, I don't know how much of it that was. That I'm was. holding because Carson Wentz is the is the definition of a like up and down player. He so certainly is. I really don't know what he's going to do. I'm just. It's good it worked out week one. And it's it's also good that it worked out against the team that literally ended his tenure in, in Indianapolis, the Jags, Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh yeah, he got the win over them after being booted out, and the Colts blaming him for everything. Yeah. So it was probably and, good uh, for him to get that win against and, Doug Peterson too. Yeah, his old coach. Yeah, so former head coach. Uh, tough start for the Jacksonville regime once more. Uh, another loss. Uh, not a pathetic loss. Not a pathetic loss. They put up a very good fight. Um, unfortunate that they had the Colts coming into town now too. But who knows? Who knows? They can put up another good fight, and we'll see. Uh, we'll see what Jacksonville ends up doing. Man, imagine watching the Colts lose to the Jaguars. What that's going to do to our stock in them? Ooh. I think. Uh, I think we're going to try to break even on the Colts if that happens. Probably wouldn't what be able the to. Fuck is this piece of shit? Uh, all right. Why don't we go ahead and talk a little gambling? All right, Al. Uh, one and two for the two of us. Uh, last week, or I guess it is last week at this point. Yeah. Um, why don't you say like this past Sunday? This past Sunday. Uh, well, good phrasing. You should be a copywriter. <laughs> Um, I can't spell. You hit on. Uh, congratulations, you won the matchup. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's very exciting. Yeah. Um, Minnesota absolutely destroyed Green Bay, as we talked about. Uh, Green Bay did not stand a chance, so that's awesome. Good pick, Lucas. Um, I, the only one that I ended up getting right was the over in Kansas City in Arizona, which uh, Casey almost single-handedly <laughs> yeah, put it was off. comfortably, comfortably yeah. over. Yeah. Uh, so uh, this week, here's what we got on the board. Yeah, I think we got some spicy stuff in here. Um, Arizona and Oakland. Oh my God, I wrote Oakland. Wow, that's a that's a throwback. Las Vegas. If you want to know what we're about, we're about cutting it loose. Uh, 51 and a half. Atlanta in LA, 47 and a half. I don't, know I don't think you could pay me to watch that game. <laughs> and then finally, we got Tampa Bay and New Orleans at 45 and a half. Okay. Um, this next one, uh, for the spreads, I, I you know what the theme is? Teams that lost are still favorites. Okay. How about... How about the Detroit Lions, two and a half point favorites at home against the Washington Commanders. Are they really? Yes. Isn't that insane? Kind of. Uh, we've talked about this team quite a bit already today. The Indianapolis Colts are four and a half point favorites on the road against Jacksonville. And then finally, to nobody's surprise, the Cincinnati Bengals, who dropped a game to the Pittsburgh Steelers this past Sunday, are seven point favorites against the Dallas Cowboys. A Dak prescott Dallas Cowboys. Ben DiNucci? Ben, ben DiNucci. I don't know. The Cooper Rush, probably. It's probably Cooper Rush. I believe so. Not to uh, get on a whole tangent, but they should trade for Jimmy G at this point. Well, I don't think San Francisco is going to trade him. Yeah. 
and then finally, um, the money line is the exact opposite. Teams that have won uh, that are dogs. Yeah. Uh, are they for real? Question mark. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers are on the road. Or no, they're home. They're home dogs against the New England Patriots. That's shocking, actually. That is very shocking. Uh, the next two are on the road and probably a little bit tougher to decide on. Um, the Miami Dolphins are plus 145 uh, on the road against the Baltimore Ravens, uh, which that should be a good game. Spicy, yeah. And then finally, um, this one would be a fucking heat check and a half. The Chicago Bears are plus 375 on the road during Sunday night football at Green Bay. Oh, wow. So... Uh, I believe you went first last week, correct? Yeah, I think so. Uh, okay, I will go first this week. Uh, Indianapolis minus four and a half. Okay, what's your rationale? Uh, coming off a loss, bounce back game, they're going to be in Jacksonville. I think, uh, I think they're going to kind of like snap out of it. You know, they came out week one, a little flat footed, didn't perform how they should. Uh, and considering that Jacksonville ended their season last year in Jacksonville. I'm going to guess that they're going to say revenge game. They need to win that. Uh, okay, well, I'm going to go with the easiest pick in the board, I think. Ooh. The Cincinnati Bengals covering minus seven against wow. the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, unless they have like a money. crazy uh, quarterback move in the next couple of days here, uh, there's no way that the Bengals are going to go 0-2, but lose to Dallas, who is uh, out in the middle of the ocean at this point, so they, yet they are that they are. They might be. They might be headed towards the bottom of the power rankings in the next couple of weeks. Here, in all honesty, I, I would not be shocked. Um, I'm going to message. double down on the Arizona Cardinal overs because one, their defense sucks, and two, I think their offense is going to kind of kick it back into gear this week. At least more than it did this week. Yeah. Just yeah. Trying to get it back. Yeah. That, that's a good pick. I like that. Um, man, you keep leaving me the ones that I want. I, I like this. Uh, these are easy picks for me. Uh, give me the Steelers money line. Steelers money line. I foolishly I like uh, picked the New England Patriots uh, last or this past Sunday. I start saying that. Uh, you know, Dolphins were a little bit as advertised. So I'll yeah. eat some crow on that. They, yeah. they definitely uh, look pretty good offensively. Tua did look, did some nice things. Tyreek looked pretty good. The defense looked solid. So Waddle had a nice touchdown. And but more importantly, the Patriots' offense was uh, abysmal. Not good. So I think Pittsburgh, uh, very you know, very competitive game with Cincinnati. They squeak out the win. I think two and zero. Yeah, let's see it, Mitchburg. I like it. I, I like that pick. I really do. Um, Mitch looked decent. He looked like Mitch Trubisky. He looked yeah. like Mitch Trubisky. He looked pretty decent. Uh, that defense looked sensational. No TJ Watt, though. No TJ Watt. That's pretty big. He's going to be missing a couple weeks. Uh, torn pack. Ouch. Uh, for my last pick, you know what I'm going to do, Well, I'm going to put my nuts on the table. Give me the Detroit Lions minus two and a half home favorites against the Washington Commanders. I'm probably going to regret the living fuck out of that. Yeah, I'm, uh, as I did yesterday, I'm staying away from the Lions uh, betting anything on them right now. 
Very good. I'm just trying to Very enjoy enjoy the games uh, for what they are, and I feel like if I put anything on the money wise, if I have any fantasy players going, if I have any action on the Lions, it's just gonna piss me off. So <laughs> just I'm just gonna piss me just off. trying to stay away from it. Uh, let me see here. I took took money line, took a spread. Um, just missing the total. I guess let's go with the Tampa Bay New Orleans over. Mm. Over 45 and a half. I like Interesting. Uh, Bucks put their nuts on the table a little bit on Sunday. They, they were going to be one of my teams, too, to talk about potentially. But they, they dunked on the Cowboys and looked good. Brady looked good. Yeah, Offense shit coming. on the Cowboys. Defense is looking good. Falcons, uh, Falcons-Saints game, you know, there was a lot of points on the board. You could say that. 50. So, 50 of them. Yep. Yeah, I think... Uh, Sure, maybe they could hit. I think it. I think it's very possible. Uh, is it? A, is it a like a Thursday night, a Sunday night? Like, what's the what's the slot? Uh, Do you know? No, I think it. I think it's four twenty-five. It's okay. either four twenty-five or one. It's okay. not a primetime game. Um, I think it's very possible. Uh, the Saints' offense, outside of you know the first three quarters, looked good. Jameis looked pretty decent, I would say. Uh, Michael, Michael Thomas, Thomas is back, yeah. Michael Thomas is back. Um, and their defense gave out 24 points to the Falcons. Or 26 points to the Falcons, right? Yeah. Was it 27-26 that was the final? I think so. Because so. we went off a game-winning field goal. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Um, not, not great that they gave up 26 points to the Atlanta Falcons. But um, I'll tell you what else is not great. Starting off the year 0-1, such as our lovable losers did yesterday. Let's go! All right, Al, where do you want to start? Uh, I, I won't be starting with the Looney Tunes. Uh, that's oh. all, folks. I won't be doing that. All right. Um, because I think that's a I think that's a pretty good summary about how I feel about this game. Last year, I'd hit that drop in a heartbeat. Yeah, uh, because they they played. I'm, I'm sure you did. Embarrassing. Yes, but this last Sunday against the Philadelphia Eagles in 2022 home opener, they played pretty good. Pretty pretty good. They also played pretty bad in they, some spots. They did, <laughs> but they, they did. But you know what? They kept their head above water for a majority of this game. They made it a game at the end, and. Uh, just compared to last year and playing a Philadelphia Eagles team that is a on paper even better team than they were last year as a playoff team. Like mm-hmm. they AJ Brown and, and Hertz look scary together. Their yeah. defense look pretty good. I mean, this is a good team to go against. And to keep it that good close of a game, I think I don't think people's faith in this Lions team is shaken very much after an, a loss. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna say you don't lose a game on on one down, but I'm, I will say that pick six changed everything. It was not good. Yeah. It was very unfortunate. I I don't want to come out after one game and say that Jared Goff is not him. But he did not look great. On the other side, there were some very big drops from our wide receivers yesterday. Some Goff, very big ones. Goff also threw a, like a total dime to DJ Chark. It was a fantastic great throw, great catch. Fantastic throw, fantastic catch. There were some throws that were not looking good. His deep ball does not look good. 
But, you know, like one play, for instance, that just it would have been so much momentum. And I really do think it would have been a game changing catch like third and seven with like 10 minutes left in the fourth. They're down 10 at this point. And he threw a great ball to Josh Reynolds, who it went right through his hands. Should have been a catch, but it would have been a big pickup on third down, and we would have been in Eagles territory at that point. It would have changed the game completely. But here's why I say that pick six changed everything. That pick six, we go down 14. We come back down and score before half uh, to make it within seven. Ten, and then... Ten. It was 24-14. I know, I know. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm okay. getting there. But okay. another another big issue with our defense is not being able to get off the field on third downs. Third and five, with like less than a minute left. And love the idea of sending a blitz here, but then Will Harris gets absolutely torched down the sideline by A.J. Brown, and they pick up enough to get enough a field goal in before half. So instead of instead of going down, let's say let's say that pick six doesn't happen. So instead of going down to half, down three, you're down 10. And the Eagles get the ball. They go right down the field and score to go down 17. And that, then that's all, when the desperation starts to creep that's in. That's when the bit, desperation yeah. starts to creep in. They have a good offensive drive that ends in a touchdown. And then Dan Campbell decides to do the onside kick, tries to catch him off guard and do an onside kick. Down 10, I I would probably say there was like, what, like five or six minutes left in the third? I don't think – I like the idea of being aggressive, but, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. You can't have it both ways. You either like the aggressiveness or it's a really stupid fucking I, I like fucking it in play. that situation. I like it because if they got it, that would have been a momentum changer. Oh, yeah, 100%. Time. For sure. Um, but they don't get it. And then the Eagles with short field go right down the field and put it back up to 17. So then you're you're right back to where you started and you have to continuously battle the defense. The defense comes out and you know they make some bonehead plays. Mobile quarterbacks just absolutely murder us can't get off the field on third down, but then they get a third down stop and then they get a fourth down stop. So we're riding high seven, nothing. We get the ball back. The offense needs to continue that momentum. They get a three and out Eagles come back down, score a touchdown. Offense gets the ball back three and out Eagles get the ball back, score another touchdown. We're down seven. Now we get the ball back, throw a pick six. And we're down 14. Yeah. You know, offense comes out. Swift has that electric run down the sideline. Huge hole. Jamal Williams finishes it off. They need to run the ball more. Uh, well, Swift, by far, uh, on the Lions side, was the best player on the field. Oh, by far. He had one of his best games, I think, as a pro, probably yesterday. He it needs was a phenomenal game. He needs more than 15 attempts. He was all over the place running the ball and – he caught some passes too. He was he was a really he was, good player yesterday. He was like absolutely. He was averaging nine point six yards a carry. So I think the Lions put out a post about him being one of he's like six. top top three in rushing yards right now, first in yards per carry. But like in Lions history, I thought it was on the home opener only like six players ever rushed for as much as 
he had yesterday. So that's a pretty that's a pretty elite club to be in when we're, we're all five Barry of them. Sanders. We're yeah. all five of them, Barry Sanders. Yeah, really. <laughs> I can only imagine it would be him. But he he needs he needs to have more rushing attempts. That's that's what they need to they need to figure out like when to you know when to throw the ball and when to run the ball because they would come out on a drive and throw the ball three times and golf. You know, he was dealing with a lot of pressure. Wide receivers dropping balls. He was throwing shitty balls. But if you come out and you throw the ball three times and you don't pick up a fucking yard, like something, we got to do better. Yeah, speaking of buy, sell, hold, where are you on Jared Goff right now after week one? I'm leaning sell after that game. But at the same time, that's a good defense. But they got another good defense coming in tomorrow or next Sunday, I mean. It's tough to... It's tough to be on the sell train on golf this quickly because, uh, again, it's week one. But right. also, you know, there's nothing to pivot to right now, so we just kind of got to tough it out. I think he'll get better. I mean, it was it was week one. You know, he's just shaking the rust off to a degree. He didn't play a ton in the preseason. He played a bit. But, yeah. And, you know, like we've he been only saying, had one. We only had one possession. Philly's not – Philly ain't no bums. They're, no. they're a good team. It's a very solid team. So absolutely, it was expected that this was going to kind of be a rocky game. I think I think the defense was much more concerning than the offense. The offense had some problems, but the defense was straight up trash at some points in the game. Yeah, yeah, I I would definitely agree with that. Both the Lions altogether played just so so much better in the second half than they did in the first. I think we outscored them what 14, 21 to fourteen in the second half. Which is kind of crazy to think about. This felt like to me, it felt like uh, we were right, right back in good old, uh, good old Stafford era. We can hang in the game and stick around until you know what I yeah. mean. It felt we were kind of back to that level, which that's about as much as I can ask for in year two in a rebuild. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. we're that's a good team that we just we held our own with, and we you know I'm not trying to give out lollipops, but we literally were a like a CFL level roster last year. I mean, this thing had yeah. to be completely blown up. You know, all these jabronis talking about playoffs and all this. I just forget all that. Just yeah. Look at it at, for what it is. And they played a pretty competitive game. I ain't mad. They I, definitely have that dog in them. Yeah, for sure. And I don't think that's going to go away after a couple losses because it didn't yeah. last year. They were off to a historically bad start last year. Yeah. And uh, they kept fighting. So I think, you know, if they get a win next week against the commanders, I think that might, might, of course, correct the ship a little bit and we can be a little more optimistic. But, uh, yeah, right now it's just kind of as expected for me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, checking in our on our little list of uh, what we wanted. Um, I said no false starts. Sternberg had the two in the first drive, but then after that, I don't think they had another one. I'm pretty sure they didn't have another false start after that. Which, good on you, good on you guys. Sternberg, he gets a pass for those two only because they scored a touchdown on that drive, but also because. He was flexed into the starting position like late last week. So I'll give him a pass for that. Two sacks. I wanted two sacks. Only had one. But my God, did they get pressure on him? They just couldn't bring him down. Yeah. Well, I think Hertz ended up in the top ten of rushing. Yeah, he had ninety yards. Yesterday. Yeah. I mean he was he was a threat on his feet just as much as through the air. Yeah, and I mean uh AJ Brown killed us, but what can you do? I mean, our corners are again, they're not great, you know. Tracy Walker got ejected for slapping Dallas Goddard, which was such a pussy ass thing to do by the refs. Like barely touched him. He did. He did crack Jalen Hurts when he was sliding, though. That 
that might actually be why he got ejected. But uh, yeah, definitely can't have that out of your captain. My my one positive with the defense, I will say the middle linebacker play looked a lot better than it has in the past. I don't think Anzalone or Rodrigo really had a bad day. I agree. Yeah, I mean, can't can't get much worse. <laughs> no. Honestly, yeah, I mean, very true. Kind of where I'm at with it. Can't be much worse than we were. So yeah, the rushing defense still not great. They had a chance. They had three no, no guys sacks from from Hutch week one. Yeah, so. yeah, that stunk. But uh, they had three guys on Miles Sanders on the uh, the third and two. Uh, right before like the two minute warning, that almost sealed the deal for the Eagles. But they had three guys grabbing at him. They had McNeil. They had I think they I think Rodrigo was in there. And somebody else, I can't remember who the other person was, but Charles Harris, I think. But none of them could bring him down. And like that's that's like the shit, like those little tiny moments that really change the game. And like they just they don't have that talent quite yet. Yeah, but I mean this is what you know, this is how I feel like we've talked about a majority of Lions games besides last year is well, there's they could have done this little thing and this little thing. And it's like that's usually how a lot of their games go. Yeah. I feel like we're back to form. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's just SO it's an SOL game, but yeah. in a good and bad way. You know? Yeah. 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 It's yeah. so a lot of kinks to work out. Uh definitely not discouraged. What are you thinking going into week two? Going into week two, I want to see Swift get twenty-three plus carries. Uh I don't want any dropped fucking passes from our wide receivers. And I'm talking like if if they're getting hit as they're trying to catch the ball and it comes out, I understand that. But Chark, Amon, Reynolds, Reynolds, all those guys, all those guys had very like easy catchable balls yesterday that they ended up dropping, and it kills us. So no drop passes. Defensive wise, don't let don't let Wentz scramble for more than ten yards. I don't think he's going to be as much of an issue. He's he's got a little pep in his step, yeah, even but, with but that ACL. But... Not not Jalen Hurts though. He's not. No, a, no, definitely player. not. But yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what these guys like. Anybody who seems with, that has two legs seems to be able to get out of the pocket and and pick up major, you know important yards on us so no more than 10 rushing yards get two sacks in one fucking game please i actually just think about too with my my asks last week uh i only asked jared goff for a a two touchdown game 250 and zero turnovers got the, got pick. the pick i think you had two touchdowns though by the end of the day you did Amon and shark and you might have hit 250 I would. I think he was very close. So, in the right direction. In the know, right direction. Saw that a Again, lot that we liked. Thought you know, that we didn't, but had some very inaccurate throws. But he made some plays too. So, I guess I would. I, I kind of echo you with uh, with Swift. I just want to see more Swift at this point. Like I feel like it's kind of like an eye opening performance from him last week for me. I don't know. I can always. It's always kind of been there. But like when you see it against a good team, yes, it really, it really. Like they're he can, really... he can destroy a bad team. Oh, I don't yeah. think Washington's a bad team, but I think he'll. I think they're after this week. I think they're a little bit worse than Philly. So yeah, I'm hoping for even better performance from Swift. 
Uh, passing game, yeah, you know, let's cut the drops. It was kind of ridiculous. Cut the drops. Defense, and, uh, Hutchinson, let's see something, you know. Saw some pressure, but yeah, no sacks. Yeah, yeah. finish finish the play, man, for the love of God. Another um, home game back at Ford Field, boots on the ground. Yep, no false starts. Uh, Sternberg, you, you had your two. No more from you. Um, I want to do something with the secondary two here. Less than 50% on third downs for the commanders. Get off the field, man. Final score predictions. Both hey, part- I was pretty damn close. I said 38 for the Eagles. He definitely weren't close with the Lions. No, I was not expecting <laughs> to score that many points. What did I say, 21? I think even less. 21? Maybe, yeah. Somewhere around there. Go um, back and listen. Do, do the work for us. Okay, I will. Uh, I'm going to say Lions... 27, Commanders, 17. Okay, so you got them getting the first W. Yes. Commanders, 31, Detroit, 24. Mm. I think they're going to go in two. I wouldn't be shocked. And I, I think it will be a close game again. Yeah. But I look, this is this is what happens. We've, we've done this dance before. There's some promise, and then everyone's like, oh, watch the Lions, and then they lay an egg. Yeah. So. Oh, you actually bring up a very good point now. So we're going back into the algorithm a little bit. Yeah. I, uh, But I don't think they're going to lay a complete egg, like, you know, get blown out. I think it's still going to be a competitive game. Like, I can easily see them being down 31 to 14 in the fourth quarter. Yeah, making a comeback. Yeah, making a close yeah, game. Putting ten points game. up on the board in the fourth. Yeah. All right. Um, hey, you know what? I'm gonna add one more thing onto my wish list. Go up by fourteen at some point in the game. Yeah, they don't do that. They they start off really hot, but usually it's just a drive. They can't put, and they can't put two offensive possessions together. Yeah, like it. Well, actually, they did that in the second half. But start out with that. <laughs> start out with three touchdowns on four possessions in the first half. They're not good at getting the lead early and then keeping no. you know, the pedal down. No. They're not good at that. Oh, okay. That, that was Lions Hawk. Ford Field was great. Ford Field was that. rocking, man. It was awesome. That was, the, that was the most electric I've seen in there in quite some time. So Yeah, there was a lot on third downs, too, man. If they won that game, it would have been a playoff atmosphere. But, 100%. Yeah, SOL. It's uh SOL, man. I'm so sick of it. This podcast is depressing me. Well, should we uh, go ahead and close yes. it up? Then? Let's wrap it up. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for us. Thank you again for listening to Gridiron Zero's podcast. What the fuck is this piece of shit? <laughs> Be sure to check us out on Twitter. Uh, check us out on Facebook. Or not <laughs> Facebook. Check us out on Facebook. What the hell am I talking about? Check us out on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. Um, I'm going to re-bring up my proposal to have a recording I, I for the outro. Oh, no, I don't like plug that. The social. Well, I like doing the outro. Yeah. Motherfucker. Well, this is the product that the, the listeners have to deal with. Hey, so. everybody loves the outro. That's all our uh, reviews talk about. <laughs> they don't talk about the actual show. They're like, I hey, was this glad outro it was is over. a banger. I was yeah. glad it was over. <laughs> yeah. It was like, I just fast forward to the outro. I don't even actually listen to the show. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll be back here same time next week uh, to 
hopefully recap a Lions win. We'll find out um, along with the rest of the week, two in the NFL. Man, if they go 0-2, it's going to be off to a real shaky start. Real shaky start. Uh, yeah, I need a W. Need a Bang. W. Need some bets to hit. Need some fantasy yes. to go my way. Let's just uh, let's bring it up a little bit. Let's know? bring it up. Come on, football. Piece of shit. Um, all right. We'll catch you on the next one. Hey, be sure to make good choices and good decisions. I'm not going to